0: Hey everybody! This is Mikey. And Joanna. And this is the Awaken Post Show, where we break down Awaken sermons just a little bit further for you in about ten minutes or less. Here's the show. Hello everybody, welcome back to the Wake and Post Show. We're the host show with your Mo show, Mo and Joe to go. That's right. We are starting our fruit delivery yep. service that we've always talked about.
1: Every week we talk about it.
0: We've got bananas, we got strawberries, we got water. Blueberries. We do not have coconut though. No <laughs>
1: coconut. No.
0: no coconut. That's I mean, funny to absolutely no one but the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, speaking jokes. of uh, fruit, we were sitting down here talking about the old fruits of the spirit. Yep. Uh, Does
1: anybody ever remember learning a fruits of the spirit song? Is what I wanted to know. If
0: so, type it out melodically Please. into the comments yes. so we can or sing or it. Or just back put to. the
1: comment of the YouTube video because there are a lot of really interesting ones on YouTube. We found.
0: Yeah, we're. And trying.
1: we don't have a specific one, but we know that there probably is one. Uh, Do you want to read I, off? Let's just let's just. I read believe so.
0: Is this an actual? Yeah, let's make sure it's
1: a certified source.
0: I think so. Uh, So the fruits (laughs) of the Spirit listed here on this uh, Hobby Lobby sign that I found. (laughs) Shout out Hobby Lobby. uh, Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And I believe that comes from Galatians 5, 22 through 23. Yeah, that's
1: right. And the reason that we talk about this is because in our our discussion, um, before we started recording, we kind of thought that... It was, it was related to Levi's sermon, you know, in, in the abstract way yeah. that we usually relate things to Levi's sermon.
0: <laughs> Man, the Bible app's not working. Okay, uh, the fruits of the Spirit, and the reason why is Levi said in the sermon somewhere, what does it mean to be consistently compassionate Mm uh or i guess that wasn't that was the question that i took from it but what he was referencing is the fact that christ is consistently compassionate it just got me thinking about well what does it even mean to be consistently compassionate and is that something that we can achieve is that something that we should be striving toward i know it was you know, little Christ, we're supposed to be, you know, making our face to look as much like Christ as possible. Mm So what does it mean to, to start to step into being consistently Mm -hmm. compassionate? What, I mean, like, and I'm gonna throw you under the bus here because we didn't speak about this beforehand, but like, what does compassion even mean to you? Like, what does it mean to, without like having a dictionary.com definition, but like if there's examples of people or, um, You know tasks or anything like that Mm -hmm. that just make you think of compassion like what how do you how do you define compassion within your own life
1: well i think the first thing that comes to mind when you say being consistently compassionate is that i probably really suck at that i think in general if we're using christ as the example of consistency like we're so far away from being consistent at anything but i think especially compassion because it's so in my mind it's so interwoven with emotions Mm. And I don't think that's how it is for Christ. Like I think it's just blanket across the board. Compassion, but for me it's like linked with like how I'm feeling that day. Did like someone just cut me off on the road and so now I'm mad at every other driver on the road even though they yeah. didn't do anything? Like did me and my sister just get in a big fight? And so now I don't wanna to talk to anybody. Like it's so interwoven to my own personal experiences and what's been happening to me and my own sin that blocks me off. I think from being able to be consistently compassionate and I think even just compassionate in general, but in my mind, I think I link it to most closely to like loving unconditionally.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking about it. Especially when you said, you know, blanketly, I think I find it really easy to be compassionate to certain people. Mm -hmm. Like there are people in my life that I find it really easy to be compassionate towards, my mother, um, you know, my really close friends, people that uh, are compassionate back to me by default. Uh, But as I start to step out of that comfort circle, as I start to look at people who I disagree with, Mm -hmm. people who I feel like have wronged me in the past, uh, people who uh, they're experiences, their physical appearance, whatever, doesn't match my own, uh, sometimes that's where subconsciously even, yeah. I become exponentially less compassionate towards those people.
1: Well, and I think it's a really interesting point because in my mind, I think I think about the people in my life that it's super easy for me to be compassionate to, and I think there's two ends of the spectrum. It's super easy for me to be compassionate to the people that I know super well, and I understand their struggles, and I'm really good friends with them, and I know them intimately, And it's really easy for me to be compassionate to like the random person that I meet on the street. I don't know Mm. anything about them. I see that they're in need, let me give them what they need or let me talk to them. But it's like the people in the middle where you know enough that you're like, mm, I don't agree with that person or I saw them do this on Instagram and I don't know them in real life or whatever, that it's those in between people that I think it's super challenging to be compassionate with. And I think that kind of goes into, I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago, like bullying on the internet. Like I think that's a lot of where that comes from because it's this weird in between where like you feel like you kind of know some things about the people. Yeah. But you don't know enough to be able to feel like you can be compassionate for them because you don't know the hard things and, and stuff like that. And I think that might be a really common thought from a lot of people that those middle of the middle of the road acquaintances, that's where it's hard.
0: Yeah. So then my question to you guys would be like, how do you begin to step into those areas of becoming consistently compassionate to those who are in the margins of your life? Those who are in those gray areas? Because mm-hmm. to be honest, like most weeks, I don't have the answer for you guys. Yep. Um, the only the only way that I've found to combat this in any way mm-hmm. is to start to become conscious to that subconscious underlying mm-hmm. of, of lack of compassion. Yeah. Like, that's the only t- you're starting to recognize those who I don't have as much compassion yeah, towards. Definitely. Um, a lot of times, that has to do with power dynamics, like people that you perceive to be lower than yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, that's another challenge of Christ, right, to make ourselves less and less. And I think as we begin to do that, we can start to become conscious to those that we're viewing as less than, or those that we're delivering less compassion to. If we start to raise up the people around us and the people that we uh, serve, uh, I think that's when we'll start to find those areas of compassion and just start to double down on it. you mentioned a fruit of the spirit as well before we started yeah, going. Which, as
1: we we talked about, compassion is not a fruit of the spirit. Yeah, oh yeah, I should have mentioned that. That's one of the big things as we're talking about fruits of the spirit yeah. before we go on to peace, which is a fruit of the spirit.
0: According to Galatians, this was not listed as one of the fruits of the spirit, yeah. but I do believe wholeheartedly as, as we it's, move towards the heart of Christ that compassion yeah, is one of definitely. those things.
1: And I feel like it kind of goes in, in parts of a lot of the fruits of the spirit, like yeah. kindness, gentleness. And all that kind of our...
0: Self-controls yeah, that we just spoke Yeah, about. that
1: like play into compassion. So I think, you know, we're not trying to like say that the Bible messed up because they didn't. But that it is it is kind of right along in that vein yeah. of a lot of those other fruits of the Spirit. But yeah, peace is something that Levi, I think, touched on towards the end of his, his sermon when he was talking about Matthew. I think eleven twenty eight talking about... Um, Jesus giving us peace that surpasses all understanding, which is just something that is like so hard. I can't even. Reg-
0: it passes on. It's, yeah, it like, understanding, you, can't, right? you can't
1: understand it. And I think that it used to really overwhelm me to think about that because, especially when I'm like struggling with anxiety or just like life being overwhelming in general, you're just like, oh my gosh, I would love some of that peace that surpasses all understanding, right? Like, you're like, give me some of that. Yeah. But you don't even know because it surpasses all understanding, you don't even know how to get it. Like, or how how to, like, achieve it or what even to say. And so I think I found myself most recently literally just praying, like, Jesus, give me peace that surpasses all understanding. That's all I have to say about it. That's all I know about it. I don't know anything else. I don't know how to get it. I don't know how he gives it to me. But I know that I want it. And just straight up just asking for that.
0: Yeah, and isn't that, like, a beautiful challenge of God and of the Bible is to, like, to forego and to say, like, I... God, you're so much greater than my understanding yeah. can even begin to reach toward. And I'm just going to turn these things over to you. They're not for my understanding, God, mm-hmm. but I just want you to, to reveal it to me. I yeah. ask you to double down on my wisdom, Father. Like the Bible tells us that if we ask for wisdom, we will receive it, mm-hmm. right? So when we're asking him to reveal these areas of darkness to us in ways in which that will just fill us with light in the way that he wants to mm-hmm. on a daily basis. I think that's a it's a beautiful promise and a practice that each of yeah. us can be incorporating into our daily lives.
1: Yeah, and I think also we also get caught up in the idea of like needing to like understand what we need peace for and like what we need freedom from and we need to have all these things figured out when we so quickly forget that like God already knows and that the Holy Spirit is interceding for us in ways that we can't even comprehend or understand so that it's okay to just say I just need some peace that surpasses all understanding. Yeah, you know, you know why, you know exactly what's going on in my heart, and that that's okay to not have all of the words to explain your emotions and explain the things that you're going through.
0: Yeah, and I'm often on the other side of the spectrum from you. Not a lot of things actually bother me for the most mm-hmm. part. Like I can I can let a lot of stuff go, um, and I often will realize when something is bugging me, and I have to like sometimes go to the other side and be like. God, you've put like anxiety on my heart today and that's not something you usually put on my heart today. Mm -hmm. What are you trying to teach me through this? Like, what, what are you trying to reveal to me about myself or my practices or my people? Like, what is it that you're putting on my heart today? And I'm going to let that resonate with me for a while. I'm not going to fight against it. I'm not going to try to, um, you know, create distraction away from this thing. I'm going to let it sit with me, this uncomfortableness, because I feel like you're putting that on me Mm -hmm. specifically. Um, so it's funny. We kind of can get yeah. on both sides of that spectrum. Yeah, I think
1: that's good. Yeah.
0: That's good. Um, is there anything else before we close out? No, I have I, I have, like, a practical thing, but... No,
1: I don't think so.
0: Okay. Uh, if you guys are looking for something else to listen to, hopefully, if you're not watching this, maybe you're listening on the podcast app. Yep. I got another podcast for you guys to check out uh, this month. Uh, Bridgetown... Uh, podcast, I believe is the name of it. They are uh, a church based out of Portland, Oregon, and they are doing a really awesome Black History Month uh, series right now. It's a daily, about 10 to 12 minute devotional uh, of sorts, but they're teaching about public figures that you may not know about, and also uh, constantly relating it back to the Bible. And I think it's a really good challenge for us to just take this month and set it aside to just learn about people you may not have known about and history that you may Mm -hmm. not have delved into. Um, And you'll come not a smarter more compassionate person hopefully yeah
1: and also wanted to let you guys know that if you were looking for us on spotify you may have had trouble finding our podcast there but it is now there and up and rolling so you can find us anywhere for real that you listen to podcasts
0: awesome all right guys we'll see you next week love you bye okay that's all (laughs)